With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Your window is not great, but here on Post Show Recaps, everything is back to baby. The eye patch is on, the leather jacket is here, and so are we. This podcast, of course, is dedicated to all things superheroes, but we are here. I'm one of your hosts, Sasha Joseph, with my host, Jason Reed, to talk Secret Invasion. Welcome. We have made it to episode five. Penultimate episode, you know, um, I I think nowadays in most series, big things happen in the penultimate episodes, Mm -hmm. but I didn't really feel that. I feel like this was a, this was at times very set up, a lot of set up for the finale, for the plot, for like a lot of plot driven stuff. And then I felt a lot of kind of whiplash with a lot of the plot changes we got in this episode. How, How did you feel overall on this episode? Same. So I was trying to take notes and then I actually gave up and said, I'm going to look up a recap because it couldn't be me because there's so much stuff going on. I have no idea why we're getting just like slapped around like a graphic. I am not a scroll and I'm not necessarily against you. So like, why are you doing this to me? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, it was it was weird because it feels like Gravik has really kind of changed characterization yes. in this episode. I was all I was all about Gravik in the beginning of the episode. He's making these impassioned speeches about you know the soldiers doing all the fighting and the you know the uh, the aristocrats, the bureaucrats taking all the all the credit. And now he's just kind of turned to this almost one note 
rage villain guy, which I'm not really into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so tired. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> I'm ready for like things to happen. They're trying to make it happen, but you're doing it in such a flop way. Yeah, like not like again. This is like not you're trying was, to choke this guy out. Like, stop. <laughs> Asphyxiate him with a bag. I was like, that's a weird way to try to go about this, but okay. Um, but just again, this episode was 30 a 37 minute runtime. Yes, yeah, so I'm keeping track of the time of the episode. Yes, like, as you I, should. Yeah, it's too short. It's too short. I feel like we have so much we can get into with 30 years of history with scrolls in the MCU. And then they're just like, ah, 37 minutes. That's good enough. We're, we're fine. We're good. <laughs> I, there's so much more you could do here. Um, that that's just not, we're not diving into the, the history of scrolls, in the MCU, which I wish we would. I like the flashbacks. There was no flashbacks in this episode. I, I want more history filled in. I feel like we're not getting as much as we could get. Ugh. And why, what is the reason, right? That is what, I will never understand. And I think that's what my, we talked about this last time, so we don't need to keep going into it, but the crux um, of our issues with this whole um, series or where this is moving, but it's fine. We're going to get into all of it. Yeah. And I'm also, I'm also wondering if there was, if part of this philosophy change over at Disney, which is kind of like, to me is like, they're not high on these Disney Plus series anymore. Yes, like, exactly. We're not, exactly. We're not really, uh, we're not loving these. So they're not putting as much money into it, which kind of equals not enough content or enough, not enough, uh, well, one more, not enough fun, not enough cameos, not enough, like, we, we got a cameo here, which a lot of people, I think, probably watching this episode don't even realize was a cameo in this episode right here because the cameo was so small <laughs> and so minute that it went over so many people's heads yes exactly it just feels like they're not putting enough care and not putting enough love into these mar into these uh disney plus series anymore which you know i, I think may be a reason here that the philosophy has changed over at disney yeah we're, we're waiting i'll just say that because they said black widow she's here even though we're not giving you anything about Nothing. her. <laughs> oh my God. I just can't, right? Like this, it's fine. It's fine, everyone. I will get over it. And I'm just glad I've got Jason on my side. <laughs> After this episode, I was like, I think I'm coming over to Sasha's side a little bit. I think I'm, I think I'm tired. I'm tired. As Sasha likes I'm to say. telling you. Because I think it's because I'm enjoying everything that I don't want it to just like, as Fury said, to dust. Yeah, don't don't get it twisted. Like the performances, the performances here by everyone involved is fantastic. My thing is about the story, is about things that could be done and are not done that I feel like we could have got done in this mm -hmm. story. It feels less like a universe spanning story, Correct. and it feels more like a fury centric story, which isn't bad. But you kind of brought this to us as kind of like a big universe spanning story but it feels very small when it should feel very big mm -hmm. and i think they they solidified this right they solidified what you have been saying jason at the end of the episode saying no one's coming to save us so no shut no it's like why, why don't <laughs> we get <laughs> let me say my thoughts that when we get to it in the story because i have thoughts on that crazy ridiculous but yeah it, it it just feels like a smaller story when i was hoping it would be somewhat of a bigger story god <laughs> i just i don't 
I have so, I think that is why I'm bumbling right now because I have so many thoughts and I don't know where to start. But it's okay. We're gonna start at the start. Yeah, we'll, we'll hit everything when we get to it. Yes, because, because I'm so annoyed by the end. But also, Sonia, please um, just be adopt me somehow. Sonia, uh, <laughs> Sonia starts the um. <laughs> I will say the new Black Widow that I will be number one uh, recruit for. <laughs> So anyway, Fury gets the president to the hospital, right? That's our opening. It picks up right where it left off, where the doctors, you know, tell him, hey, you got to stay outside because what's your clearance? I'm sorry. This is Nick MF and Fury. What do you mean? What's the clearance? It seems like they brought the president to someplace where the people are known, where Fury is least known. And I mean, Fury's status right now is that he's fired, but. Does the whole world know that? And I liked, so I was kind of bummed that we didn't get kind of a another like action scene up front, another like chase scene where Fury's trying to get the president to the hospital. I just feel like where the scroll is just like, okay, yeah, let's just let Fury take the president to the hospital. No chase, no nothing to try to kill the president. I thought that was the main objective here, but whatever. We get the president to the hospital. It's like I did like how like dogged Fury was. Yes. Even though Fury has been fired by his government. <laughs> he, he, been embarrassed by Yeah, his he gets the president there. He's kept out of the president's room, but he pulls a chair up to the doors and just sits there with his gun, like, all right, come on, bring it to me. Uh, but then kind of whips out once uh once he gets kind of confronted. I it is what it is. But listen, Fury is sitting outside. He said, I and I will be sat. He, he's sitting here. there with his gun, which yeah. no one seems to one, no one seems to care. Secondly, I'm sorry. I understand that this was shot maybe um I think early 2021, um, I believe, or early 2021, 2022, something like that. And I understand that COVID was an issue, or maybe you don't want to pay background actors, but you're telling me the precedent is in a hospital, and we got three people. Maybe this is a top secret hospital or something. <laughs> like, Stop the madness. It, it only caters to the president because that seemed like a very empty hospital, like you're saying. Yeah. And where's the president's security, right? Like, Scrody had more security than the damn president. I'm getting pissed off. Well, I mean, Fury did take just take the president from his Secret Service oh, that's like, motorcade. Okay, so, I mean, I, I, can, I can excuse that. But listen, Lie is at hospital, but <laughs> yeah, trust no sure. one, I guess, is what we're going with. But anyway, while he's sitting now outside, he sees on the news um, that an eyewitness spotted Talos helping save the president. And it says, you know, an um, an alien helping president, which I think is a big deal because it's what Talos wanted. Right. Like he's saying maybe they will now see us as equals or, you know, as like friends, not foe and really help give us refugee status, basically, is what Talos wanted. Step one. Get on CNN. And who is this eyewitness in the first place? They seem like they were in a pretty like isolated part of town. Like either the someone in the Secret Service or one of graphics people fed that to the news because they were out in a pretty like. It's not like there are people on the side of the road that's going to take pictures here and send it out. There's it's got to come from one side or the other here. That was very curious to me. Mm hmm. I think just again, given Gravik, uh, Gravik's trajectory, I don't even want to say anyone else's. Yes, it is just this man and this man's plan. I think he's attacking on all sides. He's like, maybe I'll attack the peace side as well and give them this photo, but then also do everything else and do the yeah. absolute most. Hundred percent. He's just like, let's see what this causes. Just sends out the picture to to the press. Maybe maybe that gives was no plan. f's. Gives absolutely no f's. 
And while all of that is happening, we do get, right, like we get the like rightful, I think, um, concession to the opposition where Talos is getting yelled, not yelled at, but questioned by Pagon, which I was like, finally, hello, yes, yeah. welcome. And I love it because they're basically punking him, right? Or P Pagon is, Pagon, Pagon is because mm -hmm. he's like, what's up right you, you said you wanted avengers dna and you got the not the b team but the z team so what's yeah, I mean, going on and pick on like he co he comes at this at the right angle the first time he's like hey you got talos great job and graphics like well i would get a lot more if you did what you're supposed to do and the pick was like mm -hmm. oh whoa, 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 hold on buddy hold on uh <laughs> you know you're not your hands ain't clean here either you were supposed to get fury killed you sent his wife to kill him, knowing she wasn't going to kill him. And that's what gets Gravik. And that's what gets a, a, a tree root in a, in Pagon's heart uh, from yes. Gravik. <laughs> God, and, and I'm tired of Groot's name being used in vain. Do you feel like, no. Okay, Groot is so kind. And it, like later, they won't even use Groot's name. They won't even credit Groot with these powers. They were like yeah. uh, Superfula Colossus or something. I was like, uh, you mean Groot? Like, that's what you're talking about? They won't even use a man's name when they're using his powers, I swear. Just embarrassing, right? Like, I'm I'm tired of it. Gravik, go be Ken again. And I can't <laughs> take him serious. I saw a Barbie movie this weekend, and it's done. Was, what, it was, uh, was he a big part in the Barbie movie? He was there. He was just a Ken. He was a Ken, right? Ken can't have big parts. That's the point. But oh, okay. um, right. yeah, I, I have I've yet to see. He's Barbie, just so, Ken. That's all, all right. I'm saying. Okay. So no you'll see. You'll see. But my point is, for all you Barbie people, maybe Gravik is mad because he wants a Mojo Dojo Casa House. I don't know. But you'll, you'll know when you see Barbie. Well, whatever that is. Yes. Um, but the point is, uh, Gravik, you you move him mad because the Rebel Warriors are getting pissed off and they're trying. But Gravik obviously impales, like you said, Pagon. And that equals, hey, everyone else, shut the hell up. Because he... Mm. Stop yeah, it. I mean, he he kind of dresses down his whole crew was like, listen, I uh, I did what I did to Pagon because he felt like he had a voice. None of you have a voice. You're all faceless. You're all voiceless. You're just supposed to blend into the crowd like, oh, this is not going to really uh do well for morale with the troops. He's um, like, I made you. you. Yeah, I'm so, your mother. <laughs> yeah, I just think Gravik, this kind of turn is very interesting because it seems like he's just kind of really had it. He's headed up to here mm -hmm. with his, his plans not all going to, according to, to what they're supposed to be. He hasn't gotten the president killed. I, actually, honestly, I think Gravik, his plans are going okay. He's killed most of the people on the other side. He's got Maria Hill. He thinks he got Gaia. He's got Talos now. The only person left is Fury at this point and his wife. I, I, I don't know why Gravik's so mad. I mean, <laughs> he's, he's, he's hit a lot of people on the other side. Um, but I think I did this turn for Gravik for me didn't really work uh, for the character motivation that we're supposed to be be uh, be held from Gravik, who was very pro soldier, pro grunt, and now he's just kind of like really dressed down and turned on his people. I didn't really like this sudden turn of events for me. Yeah, and I think probably what they're trying to show, right, is him getting desperate. He's moving, maybe not as calculated because yeah. of it. And he talks a lot about chess, right? And he's like, y'all, this is a chess game, blah, blah, blah. First of all, sir, if you're playing chess, you should know that the more pieces on the board you have, the better it is. Yeah. 
But you're not, sacrificing everything, not don't just take your, out your Don't take out your knight. Like, that's basically it's what he right? did. Like, let's take out his knight. Take out one of his best pieces, one of his biggest supporters, and just kind of like, you know, for, for even just questioning him momentarily, just not just really just took him out. And, uh, you know, it's just, I don't know. It, it didn't work for me. It wasn't great. Yeah, he's just gone full cult. And we did kind of, yeah, we did kind of learn uh, what the harvest was exactly. Yes. Which is a collection of the Avengers DNA, which is like, huh, okay, interesting. Which should we get into here, or does it come up later? I can't even remember. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm so turned around. Let's talk. Let's talk all things Harvest later. Once we get Fury and Sonya retrieving. Oh, okay, yes. Because I got a lot to say on the Harvest about what exactly how it's collected and whatever. So let's 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 blow that up when we get when we get to Squirrel CSI. (laughs) Can't wait. (laughs) Um, and then, of course, we also get a moment where Gravik calls Grody, a.k.a. Rava, who is on the way to the hospital now. And he's like, hey, Rava, make sure you keep the president alive. And this is when we lose the plot. Because it says, inform him that the attack was the Russians with the help of Skrulls. Rava's like, you lost your mind. What has happened to you? And he says, reveal the location of new scrollos, like give him the satellite imagery, and says, tell the president it is time to do a U.S. military strike on this, basically provoking a U.S. strike on Russian soil. What the hell? Probably just like, F it all, blow them all up. I got people questioning me now. I, I I just f these people. I get them out of here. I just need what I need right now. He's he's really gone off the deep end at this point. <laughs> it's it's wild. Okay, but and and I think I'm with Rava, where I guess like she she's like, okay, I gotta do this, but I don't want to. And I'm also mad at her because I was like, I think you don't understand that you have more power power than. <laughs> Yeah, I still, think, I still don't think Rava is whether whether Graphic knows it or not. I think Rava is more powerful behind the scenes and just kind of using Gravik at this point and kind of playing <laughs> that she is, you know, Gravik's underling. I think by time this is all done, Gravik will be dispatched and Rava will be taking over whatever the scroll, you know, insurgency is at this point. I think that's where we're we're where we're going at this point here. Correct. Correct. But it's fine, okay? It looks like if, you know, all of this is to leverage um, a big fight, a big you (laughs) fight me, I fight you. Basically, what happened in episode one, right? Where that, I forgot that guy's name already, but the the agent that was trying to let scroll um, rocks? Yeah. Yeah. Everett Ross. Yeah, let the scroll Ross know that this was coming, so... It, okay, okay, it's happening, and it seems like this is all to sacrifice for the greater good if it fails. There's a million of y'all, and you just want to kill a million? Makes sense. But it's fine. I'll let it be. I'll let it be. <laughs> so then at the hospital again, now that Rhodey, like, has his, or, uh, you know, has his marching orders, him and Fury are... Battle number 27 between these two because now they're fighting again and Fury is about to shoot his ass. And this is why I said, bring in your inner Sonia. 
yeah fury fury gets there and like he gets to he gets to jump on roadie and at first yeah. it's like it's only two agents with roadie i feel like nick could have like killed scrody right then and shown that scrody was exactly. was scrody and kind of survived it but he kind of he really backs down very fast i was really surprised at that and it's like okay is Ro- does, does fury really not have all his faculties is fury not confident that he could live through this at this point because i mean once you kill roadie and he turns green immediately he's like uh hey obviously i am not the bad guy this guy here that just turned green is the bad guy so calm down I, oh my god and i think th- or would the secret agents have killed him on sight they would have they would have killed him but you know i feel like you could you you could like you could be behind scrody and like kill scrody and scrody will immediately turn green even if someone shoots you right. have you have scrody take the bullet I, I feel like there was some way that nick could have revealed even to call out scrody out loud right to to tell yes. the secret like secret aid this uh secret service that's guarding Roddy, be like hey just so y'all know this dude here is a scroll in case i mean in case y'all aren't scrolls the secret service agents might be scrolls with Roddy, but even just in case hey or maybe they some... aren't all scrolls you know only one or two of them are because he, he man's had an army in yeah eventually but he first came yes. in with only two guys and it's like listen y'all like at least if you're not going to kill scrody put mm-hmm. some doubt on scrody's name like y'all shoot like, his now leg y'all know something now y'all know that scrolls are here and because y'all just saw a bunch of scrolls at the secret service thing mm-hmm. roadie here is a scroll even if you're not going to kill him get some doubt on his name get some get some questions going towards grody but no fury's just like all right man i'm out and just walks away like not he, fury got no, not no part of the upper hand in that in that uh in that confrontation there oh it is what I again plot has to move forward. Scrody yeah. currently has plot armor. Sure. I do really enjoy Scrody though, and how oh, like of course how how self righteous and arrogant Scrody is because Scrody at first when he's confronted by niggas like oh you can tell like Scrody is sweating a little bit, but then once <laughs> then once Scrody gets behind his wall of secu- of uh, of security, he's like yeah Nick don't you come back ever again Nick because you you get the full force that time Nick as he's like way behind all his people. I I, I thought it was. <laughs> so funny how like the attitude change immediately I, I the work that don Cheadle is doing as scrody is fantastic 100 percent right and the, the like little feminine um touches to his <laughs> movements i just uh, chef's kiss to all of this yeah and of course we have to remember that the one thing scrody does have on fury is that he will release or the secret service whatever some Someone will release the video of him killing Maria Hill to the press and he'll become wanted number one. Sorry, you didn't kill Rhodey and you're still wanted number one. Yeah, the footage is still getting released. So really, you had nothing to lose there. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm surprised that Fury walked away with nothing, uh, having gained nothing. At least when he confronted Scrody uh, a couple episodes ago, he got the tracker in Scrody. He got, he at least got that out of the confrontation. But he really mm-hmm. walks away with nothing here. Kind of his tail tucked between his legs in a way. Yeah. So again, I may, maybe rather I should say I don't want to say with certainty that I was about to. Maybe Fury is also doing all of this as a setup for a big master boom. Could I be, could know. be. I, I, you know, I, I don't know what what it would be, but 
it definitely could be a thing. Fury could come out of this and be like, we could get so many like flashbacks. Like, or remember when we were in the hospital? You thought I, you know, you thought you scared me away. I was yes. actually doing this. Like, uh, I think that'd be funny. He's like, no, I had this in my hand the whole time. I was in total control. It wouldn't surprise me if that was the case. Yeah, because we get a conversation later, right? Like, oh, you're ahead of me. I'm five steps ahead of you. No, I'm two steps behind you. Okay. All right. So I maybe he bugged the phone, right? At least I need Fury to get some upper hand here because this is I'm I'm not it. But it's okay because after the credit comes in the the reason for the season, the reason I am sat here today, I must say. <laughs> the this is what I want. I just before I say all of this, I just have to let my biases be known because this is what I want all of my good guys to do. I want them to be anti-heroes. I want them to be mm-hmm. a hot-ass mess. I want them to be in their full Slytherin self. And there is where Sonia comes in. Because Sonia is in London, all right? And she is like, remember she told us, I have my own uh, issues to worry about. And I have my own, um, like, ends to tie. So she said, it's time to go meet my boss, Director Weatherby. She immediately goes in, right? And he's like, no, just tell her I'm busy. You tell her, Sonia, you're busy. Be serious, sir. (laughs) She comes in. And she said, you played Van Gogh already. You now can't be in Marvel again. So she just, like, shoots him in the leg. And everyone else runs in. And she's like, let me show you his true colors. Here he is. I love her. Sonia doing what Fury should have done at the hospital. Thank you. Thank like you. That, that's exactly what Fury should have done, and you see Sonya walked out just fine. Sonya got the upper hand now. Sonya is now the head of SIS. Now she took out her boss, and you know, of course, Sonya from this episode gets the MVP of this episode from everyone. Everyone that I know that has seen this episode, mm-hmm. is like, oh my gosh, I love Sonya. Sonya, 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 Sonya. Give Sonya her own show. I don't know about that, but Sonya. And just the way that she plays it in every scene she's in, just the just the kind of uh, bright, bubbly uh, badass in a way. It's like, this, yes. this, you know, uh, this, you know, lady that is uh, later days that is like so just ready to, to put a cap into anybody uh, is so refreshing and so fantastically played by uh, what's her name? Louise Coleman, I think is her name. Uh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yes, I, I am on the Sonya bandwagon. Uh, she's so delightful in all her scenes here. Yeah, and we just have to say, like, it, it's okay for her to be the number two in this. Like, I don't know that she needs her own because then I'm gonna get pissed off at her because then it's gonna be too much anti hero and I don't need all that. Yeah, okay, too, too much of a good thing can be bad. I like these characters that have these like fun characterizations in like mm-hmm. little moments. I don't need a whole Sonya show, I think I would get to be too much but it's just gonna be killing by episode two everyone's gonna be dead how yeah, can you get yeah. to six episodes just these sprinklings of sonia i really enjoy let's not go overboard uh it was like uh madeline with two ends but not where <laughs> okay, you think right uh and she hulk was perfect the perfect amount mm-hmm. but let's not get a uh Am I getting that name wrong? Madeline? No, Madison. 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 Yeah. Sorry, Madison, Madison. With two ends. Yeah. With two ends and not what you think. I think was played fantastic and did not need a whole show for her to yes. really c- come off. I think Sonya is the same way. Just like, uh, you know, we have the Agatha Harkness show coming up. I think there's going to be too much of Agatha Harkness. I think <laughs> not the you Agatha giving Harkness... strays to all the women. <laughs> 
Oh, well, hey, it just so happens all women were the fa- were the best fantastic uh, guest players in these shows. Uh, so yeah, but I think the Agatha Harkness show like might be a little too much Agatha Harkness when just enough was good. Uh, but we'll see what happens with the future of Sony. I don't think Marvel is really giving out, or Disney, I should say, is really giving out a lot of Disney Plus shows anymore. So I don't know if we're getting a Sonya show anytime soon. I, I'm just fine and happy with her being with showing up, popping up in different Marvel properties. Yeah. Uh, it, again, I would like her to be the come in, act a fool, kill everyone, and leave. That yeah, is what fantastic. Sonya should be. And that's yes. what I need. Because, again, she gets her own show. There will be no people left by episode two to kill. Yeah. Plot will be done, episode one. And maybe that's what y'all want. I don't know. So either way, she she gets the location for Dr. Dalton. And she's like, great. I now get to know where the Skrull experiments are. That's what I needed. I'm now the head. Get this redhead out of here, <laughs> according to her. Anyway, so back in New Skrullos now, it's time. All right. It's time for the little baby rebellion that they really tried. So Beto... And some of the other warriors are approaching Gravik while he's talking to um, Rava. And, you know, he hears that President Dao is a surgery. And now the, the rebels in the rebels, the game within the game, uh, they really try and bless their heart. You've seen this man have how many powers now? So rightfully, they tried to choke him out, which I do think might be the best way. To kill him because there's no other way you're getting him. So they they try to choke him out. It, it's pretty graphics, and we get a, like purple blood, like he's coughing up blood, mm-hmm. and everything in this like plastic bag. But of course, babe, he took down like half a military, so he's gonna take five of you down. This just wasn't a great idea, knowing yeah. that knowing what you know about graphic that he now is a super scroll. It wasn't a good idea to just be like, okay, we'll just beat him up and kill him, I guess. We'll jump him. I was really shocked that it, that they jumped him like that. Uh, I didn't know that the, the, all his people were going to turn on him. Uh, but it was it was a great fight scene. I, I you know This show that has been kind of, I guess, a little short on action um, in a way. This was a fun, a fun scene. I liked the uh, out-of-control graphic as he turns into his scroll self. And uh, beats the beats the living <laughs> shit out of people, and uh, I mean, oh and gets ah, poor Beto, man, Beto. He just got here. Yeah, we we, we didn't get enough of Beto. Like I thought Beto was going to do something in the show, but he really didn't turn out to do much of anything. Uh, but he, but freaking Gravik like slits Beto's throat. I was like, oh, this is a Disney Plus show. Gosh, <laughs> like that was graphic. God. It's giving rated R. Yeah. Again, the way they're graphically killing people, not graphic, graphically killing people, it, it is too much. All right. And of course, he, he with the public execution, we do get one last dying line from Beto. You're nothing but a monster. He don't care. <laughs> He's like, I am, I am that. And now you are dead. Slip. Yeah, You're I dead. am me. I am him. And what? That, yeah. that's graphic this whole time i can't it's wild because we do i i guess i wanted to know also from you like this is the first time we see him besides you know the flashback of course um like as an adult quote-unquote um with his uh scroll body yeah. yeah why now right like what does that equal like is he just so frustrated that he's losing control 
I think he's frustrated. I think that that whole bag over his head was effective, and he was like losing yeah. air and losing consciousness. So he kind of like holds off of mm-hmm. that. Maybe that makes him like lose focus on him on his like being a human. He's like, "Eff it, I'll just kill him as myself." Maybe it was symbolic. I will do this as my scroll self since I am now. Since y'all want to start some some mess, I'm gonna turn on you and I'm gonna be my true self while I'm doing it. Yeah, I think I, I think it was effective. It. Yeah, it was effective to show like mm-hmm. how I mean it helps when you have like someone that's doing monstrous things look someone like a somewhat like a monster, right? Like an alien. Valid. valid. I thought it was very a, a, an effective way to do that. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't I don't hate it. I just I felt like it was really interesting because again, this is supposed to be someone um that is like very kind, very you're not kind, very like smart and very mm. on his brain and very about his kind. Like very much like this is my species, like I'm gonna ride or die yeah, for them. Well, see, that's that that's my problem with the with the graphic that's being portrayed now is that he's very kind of not really doing that anymore. <laughs> he's, <laughs> kill, he's killing his people. I mean, yes, they they definitely attacked him, but he did just outright kill Pagon before that. So I think I think for the other scrolls there. It was like, mm, things are not going great here. The writing's on the wall. Maybe Gravik has kind of lost himself, so we got to kind of take him out. Because if he's going <laughs> to kill his boy Pagon, what's to stop him from killing all of us at this point? It's just... I mean, well, I might have just, just left New Scrollos and hope nobody <laughs> realized. Instead of being like, let me just... Let me try and kill the super scroll. I think like, they're trying to like, you know, be good warriors and really like look out. There's good guys left is I think what we're trying to see, but it's not working. I might just be like, what? I might just like, like that SpongeBob. Meme. I'm like, well, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to just head out. <laughs> I think, I, I think I'm going to leave um, before Gravik turns on all of us. Uh, y'all have this plan to jump the super scroll. I don't have any powers, so I'm not in on that. I'm, I'm just going. I'm just going to go. Or at least give yourself superpowers. Gaia did it. What y'all yeah. doing? I'm. I'm just. I'm just going. They don't. They're not smart enough to do a Gaia did and take the, take the okay, memories okay, okay, from Doctor from Doctor Dalton or whatever. Oh I, right, 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 I, right. I'd be like, yeah, y'all. I'm just going. I'm just going to go. Like I, before, it looks like this is getting too deep for me. So I'm just going. to But it'll kill out. you. I mean, Gravik's got a lot going on. Is he gonna is he gonna really notice little old me trying to just leave New Scrollos? Like, there's a lot going on here, right? He just killed Pagon. Pagon was the one looking like looking for all of us. I don't think anyone's gonna be really looking for me. So I'm gonna go he don't know head out. this. Head That's out. Maybe, what we're maybe I take the form of Gravik, right? And I go past the little checkpoints. What's to stop anyone from doing that? What's to stop anyone from just being Gravik and be like, all right, here. y'all, I'm headed out. See you later, and just escape. <laughs> like that's what I would do. Yeah, as you like become Gravik, call Rava and say, actually, let never the president mind, go. Mind. We're yeah, all you're good. all good. We're, we're good here. We're just going <laughs> to live here in this Russian base and just live our lives like this. Just forget everything I said about killing the president and making him strike us down. This just is our life me. now. Just ignore Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And of course, before we go any further, because we're it's a lot of irritation where it's about to come up. So before we get into that, let we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChampaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And we're back. So with all of this now going on, of course, we needed a pause to check in on our girl, Gaia. So Fury is now heading to a safe house, face house, oh my God, in Brixton, which does seem to be a space where there were a lot of refugees that showed up um, from the West Indies, right? Mm -hmm. After um, the wars. And it seems to be, I think, a really pivotal place, IRL, and uh, in... Marvel Universe and in Secret Invasion where we're really going to get this moment of Fury giving an explanation of like why Talos' death is not necessarily in vain. But Gaia is very much the new school and she's like, it, it was in vain. He he died. He, he lost. He, he lost. He which, took which, the L. Which side do you fall on, on this argument here? Ugh, I mean, someone died, right? Yeah, I mean, there's 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 good cases on 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 both ends of this, but I feel like guy is like, yeah, no, he struggled. He he got killed for doing what what he wanted to do. So he didn't really win. He just kind of, you know, he he died for what he wanted. He wasn't he wasn't winning any any causes. And you know, as guy has said when she left her dad, like you're like kind of delusional. Like you're not really winning this battle. So I feel like that like Fury makes a good point about you know how Talos was part of the struggle. He died. He died. You know, so he died struggling, which was the way to go. I was like, ah, I would have preferred to die winning, but that's just me. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It it's hard because I see both sides, and I rarely see both sides. 
Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm always squarely on one side, but I do think that losing death is maybe not losing, but now you've orphaned your child for real, for real. Yeah, for real. Like, uh, I, I, we, well, he wasn't planning on dying that day. It just kind of happened. True, but come on still. Anyway, it's fine, I guess, because we do get a really beautiful moment w- with Guy and Fury, right? Like, they, we get a lot of, like, um, Again, universe setting. I feel like Gaia is almost being primed, right, to to take over. But I guess only for episode six, because listen, we only have one Super Scroll left on our yeah. Side. And I also could have felt like we could have gotten more. We could have gotten more between Fury and Gaia, right? Yes. I, I feel like Fury, if, if Fury and Gaia feel like strangers, but I feel like they shouldn't be, right? I feel like Gaia should have been a big part of Fury's life at some point. Fury, a big part of Gaia's life, but it doesn't feel that way. It doesn't feel like it's kind of a. I thought this would be more of a like a passing the baton moment, mm-hmm. right? Like you know, Talos was my right hand guy. He was your dad. Like now you can help me take out Gravik and take out this this like scroll threat. But it didn't really feel like that. Um, and you know, I, I I'm still after even after this episode, I'm still waiting for them to give uh, Amelia Clark, aka Gaia, something just super juicy to bite into i just i still don't feel that and this could have been one of those moments but i do like the the talk of struggle from fury i like the history of the place they're at like the this series is strong on these monologues right on these like speeches from character to character that that's what secret invasion does really well what it doesn't do well for me is like plot and like you know kind of just moving things along in a way i felt like the first few episodes are very slow, and now we're trying to make up for that in these last couple to really kind of speed the action along, which I'm not really a fan of. But like I said, what they do well is these kind of monologues from Fury, from Fury mostly, also from a lot of other characters in the show. But I feel like that's to do great. I'm waiting for the other shoot to drop. Where we're going to get some some really good plots, some really good actions. Some really we good will, we that, will in that area. And hopefully, yeah. the last episode of this series will bring that to us. No, and she's the only super scroll, right? Which we also get a moment that Fury says, listen, don't let grief paralyze you. Which I was like, her dad died. Fury, what the hell? And I I didn't even get that. I didn't even get from Gaia that grief was paralyzing her. I didn't didn't get that from what she was saying. I was like, I don't understand that part of it, but okay. I think that's the best way to put it, right? Like these two characters, it's almost like they were not even acting with each other in the room. Right, and and it felt like yeah. yeah, they were on such different trajectories. Yeah, but I think the show wants you to feel like they were on the same page. I just I didn't feel that in this in this exchange from them. I, listen, it could be because it doesn't make any sense. And and again, I feel like Gaia was very much like, no, she's in work mode. And so is Fury. Mm-hmm. Their, their work modes just aren't meeting. So maybe that's why there is a disconnect here. Either way, she's she she lets. Fury know how the Super Scroll came to be, right? And she says there's only a few DNA samples, but he's really looking for something called the Harvest, which again, like we said, Fury recognizes. I was so lost here. I was like, "What is this?" Well, like, we heard, we we we'd only heard the Harvest like like kind of touched in past, on yeah in the second episode where Pagon t- talks to Doctor Dalton about yeah, but looking for the Harvest, we can't find it. And at the time, mm-hmm. we were like, "What the heck is the Harvest?" And again. She talks about the harvest of fury which like I, I i don't think fury even even occurred to fury and that's what gravity was doing he's like oh shit the harvest that's right, right. <laughs> so like this really kind of tips fury off onto what gravity's ultimate goal here is 
And so, I mean, at this point, I was kind of surprised that Fury and Gaia went their separate ways here. I thought Gaia was going to be like ride or die with Fury right now, go with Fury. But Gaia has, you know, has, you know, personal things to attend to. She she has to bury Talos. If you're close to Fury, you die. So maybe that's yeah, why they're like, I'm just gonna together. back up from you for a yeah. bit. <laughs> you, 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 you got kind of death stank on you. Everyone that comes <laughs> around you dies. So I'm just gonna kind of hang hang out back here away from you for a bit. Oh my god. It just it makes no sense. That's all. And it, it's fine though. It is what it is. Then we we also get this. This is where Gaia should rather Gaia should have said this and then the grief conversation should have happened, but it's fine. Gaia says, Listen, I just want to bury my father. Like, give me the keys and let's figure this out. Again, talk about the death stink, Jason, because he says, Yeah, yeah, go to Priscilla and she'll help you out. Since when? (laughs) Like I thought I thought you and Priscilla were beefing. Why when did y'all make up? Like, when are you why are you when they shot the mask? I guess, like, I, I thought they were, like, on their separate ways at that point. But, uh, you know, he's like, hey, take uh, take this body to Priscilla. She'll figure it out for you. It's like, okay. And but how yeah, you, is you the can... body just moving willy-nilly, just everywhere? Right. When did he go back to get the body? I'm, I'm confused. Uh, but uh, it was just, like, it was odd. It was like, here, yeah, take the body to my ex-wife. She'll take care of it for you. Yeah, but you make a lot of sense when you say the, uh, the grief line should have been after this because that would tell us that, you know, she's grieving. Oh my god, it's just it's wild. And while that's happening, because again, Priscilla and uh, Guy also will have a moment. That's why I agree with you that I don't think they're on good terms because because how this all comes down. But anyway, so then the police um arrive or we hear the sirens rather, and Nick says, "Okay, I'm out of five thousand And <laughs> Guy says, "Where to, Finland?" Excuse me, that is so random. <laughs> Why are we going to Finland? I mean, we'll, I guess we'll kind of find out a little later, but that is that yeah. But but it's very random because and let me know y'all because I'm not sure. But is Finland also like important to you know this the story? Because I'm not seeing it important to the, the to this story. Yeah, because I was like, it's so random. Like, what's the you know conspiracy theory? Rather, is what I mean. Oh, I, don't know. I, think, it was, I think it's just a place. I don't know. <laughs> I think so, too, because I did look it up and, yeah, I got nothing. But anyway, LMK. So then um, Sonia, now we're back, right? We're bouncing around a lot. So Sonia goes to Dr. Dalton and her husband, Victor, and they're in their private lab. Oh, my. Just put this scene on repeat over and over again because Sonia shows up and they're both pissed, right? They're just like, like, they're they feel like they're going to overpower Sonia. And she's like, listen, I can be your bestie or I cannot be your bestie. It, either way works for me. And then she shows them the super scroll machine and the blueprint. She's like, what's up? Yeah, G- give me all the tea. Yeah. Tell me everything. And of course they're saying, no, I'm not going to do it. Blah, blah, blah. And she's, you know, she's still trying to question Rosa. And she's like, mm, someone's going to lose their job. And he's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, well, someone. And I'm talking to the guy behind you who's supposed to be at your throat with his silencer. And in like a second, right, that happens. So good. So good. And so, yeah, I think we'll probably kill that guy for being one second off his mark. But we don't know. <laughs> so the agents Poor are Nigel. now holding. 
right? It's horrible. And are now holding them at gunpoint. She's, you know, trying to get all this info from him. But of course, after the conversation, because like, do we get the info? We, do we get everything um, from Dr. Dalton or does well, that happen off camera? Well, I think what, what after what's about to happen now, um, right. Dr. Dalton will kind of give up the info to Sonia. Yeah, camera. so it hasn't yet. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I thought. I was like, I don't think I missed anything here. Cause yeah, because she takes them. She takes them outside of the laboratory yep. and she's like, oh, all my people are going to burn down your whole laboratory. <laughs> thanks for nothing and they're about to do that but of course victor says great it is time to now kill <laughs> um so he like puts a gun to rosa's head and is threatening to kill her because i guess she has all of the the nor the the human dr rosa's memories so sonia says great you do that and just shoots him in the same breath just calmly just let's raises her gun and shoots him in the face it's like and you know i love how she like you know she's like oh you know men are the same as scrolls and humans if they aren't mm -hmm. trying to gaslight you they're trying to set you up to murder you and then she goes that's what all the podcasts are about i'm like that is freaking hilarious i said are you watching me and so Sonia? true yes like where's the lie true crime podcasts are out of control and i love it okay <laughs> so it is what it is men are trying to kill us no, i'm just kidding anyway so it's this is the energy i wish that i could have in my life that that's all like <laughs> I, I think i'm joining sonia's black widow black widow yeah, yeah I, i'm here uh yeah but i mean i liked i like that victor victor was like i'm not gonna let her uh betray gravik uh, so I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna kill her. And he's like, all right, whatever. It's just she's like, like super, super calm. Just boom, he's done. So I get, I guess Doctor Dalton is thankful that she, she was saved by by Sonia and will give up all the info to her off camera. I, I assume. And this ain't Fury, you know what I mean? Like, so she's gonna kill is the yeah. point. So either way, all of that happens. Sonia gets her flowers, and now it's a really uncomfortable moment which i feel like came too late i think this conversation was beautiful but needs to happen before so gaia is at priscilla and fury's house but priscilla's house honestly where you know she's like oh are you here to kill me basically who because she's waiting for gravix rebels anyway i'll actually i get to that let me not jump the gun so then she you know tries to have her moment and gaia says no i'm just like needing your help to bury my dad and they have a, like, really interesting moment, I feel, uh, Jason, yeah. where in all of that, they almost have, like, a why are, why are you this way? Um, you mean in the, in the convo? Like, yeah. Um, yeah. It, she, she broaches, like, you know, they talk about, uh, Priscilla talks about living with Fury, being Fury's wife, yes. basically. Like, yeah, I picked this place because of many reasons, for security, mm -hmm. for privacy, uh, and for, like, the, the light. She talks about how she would watch Fury read a book in the light for hours and hours. Yeah. And then Gaia, just like kind of out of nowhere, is just like, well, has he ever seen you in your own skin? Like watch you in your own skin for hours? And you can tell this obviously like sets sets uh, Vara off. Mm -hmm. She's like, that is none of your business. None of your concern. And, you know, it, you know, Gaia's like, oh, I'm so sorry. She's like, oh, it's, a, it's fine. You don't get it. You're still too young to understand. It just really, it just, it, they keep kind of coming back to this yes. question of Fury and whether or not Fury is okay with Vara and her scroll 
skin. Mm-hmm. And I'm just this this can't be from from nothing, right? There's got to be. That's what I agree with you. Yeah, there's got to be something coming up in this last uh, episode where I, I would hope that maybe Fury and Vara are going to get back together and Fury and Vara is going to be in her scroll skin and Fury is going to come up and like make out with her in her scroll skin or something. Yeah. I, I feel like they wouldn't keep bringing this up if there wasn't some sort of payoff to this. Some sort of maybe Vara, you know, underestimated Fury in, into thinking that maybe he would not, you know, uh, accept her in her scroll skin but we have to give fury the opportunity to prove that wrong or else fury's gonna look kind of bad <laughs> like, and i don't think exactly. that's what what marvel or disney wants mm-hmm. so there has to be some sort of payoff coming up uh to, to show us yes fury doesn't care if you if you're in your scroll skin or your uh you know black woman skin doesn't mm-hmm. matter to him fury is a lover of all kinds it's not just the black people <laughs> oh it's got it's it's got to be something right because they wouldn't keep hammering this home unless and why are you up. bringing this up starting episode four right this should have yeah. been from jump yeah I, a conversation it's, it's a weird uh piece to t- to really kind of bring up about fury which is yes really interesting really like they've brought it up a couple times here and we have to have something to pay this off Mm -hmm. agreed and we also before this conversation we do have the funeral which was really nice um Mm -hmm. but we do get a little bit of scroll language and the biggest thing is like travel well to your beyond father and i i appreciated that um but she doesn't know the funeral prayer so priscilla helps her recite it so i i think they're trying to show, you know, like the generations coming together, um, especially of these scrolls who have different ideals, right? And I think that conversation is just about being in your skin versus not, is just further highlighting what's yeah, actually I was, happening. I thought it was interesting with Gaia, who is like, you know, a scroll purist who like mm-hmm. believes only you should be walking around your scroll skin, all this scroll stuff, but you don't know the prayer about, you know, burying people. Okay, Gaia. Uh, who's a, who's a hypocrite now, Gaia? You don't even know the you don't even know the traditional scroll prayers. Yeah, and do you? Am I crazy to think that they wouldn't be saying this or doing the the proper rites back at radioactive place? I mean, it could be a philosophy thing. Maybe part of Gravik's philosophy it doesn't really include religion a lot. Maybe that's why she doesn't know it. Maybe this, she just wasn't raised on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? Because, I mean, you know, different sects of religion believe different things. That may be even true in the scroll, you know, the, the scroll community. I don't I know. I see. I see. I, I, I have no idea. That's just my my guess there. Vibes only. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it, it's interesting. Anyway, it still serves as a purpose to for a generational gap to be built, yeah. uh, to be bridged. So, I like it. Um, I'm in it. Yeah, and I I enjoyed yeah. I enjoyed the dynamic between mm-hmm. uh between Vara, aka Priscilla, and Gaia. It's not something I even like necessarily thought we would get, but I thought it was a very interesting dynamic that they shared together. And for Priscilla to kind of, in a way, take her under her wing in a way. And, and again, it's like, does what is the relationships? What are these relationships like? Because it seems like Vara doesn't even really know who Gaia is. Was there no like intermingling between Vara, Talos, Fury? Uh, was it not like a, a family game night where the Furies and the and the, the Taloses would come together and, and partake in food and whatever? Just it felt 
it was an interesting thing to to see and for her to kind yes. of you know teach Gaia these things. And I'm wondering if maybe it will be something that we even see somewhere down the line. Um, in the Marvel, when, yeah, I was like, what, what down the what line? Yeah, I don't know where we would we would ever see that. That's that's part of the problem is we don't have enough opportunity yes. to, to see these things in, in the Marvel universe. But that's that's a whole other story. Yeah, um, okay. Listen to our last podcast. You yeah, don't just, know what we mean. Just I I I just, I just enjoyed the 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 scenes here that we that we got. Uh, yes. We got. And I think this, yeah, just it gives us more, like you said, right, to bite into, to really, mm-hmm. like, I think, sit with and analyze versus the, like, well, they're they're killing each other now. Cool. Yeah, and I think it gives Var, it gives uh, Gaia another perspective, right? Because she's mm-hmm. been so she's been so pro graphic for so long. Yeah. Now she's kind of seeing the fury side of it and talking to a, an elder like Vara uh, to get that perspective as well. Agreed. And we do get then within all of this also a side note of Gravik finally calls Fury and he's offering him a deal. He tells Fury, you know, about the strike and says, listen, I'll call the whole thing off if you bring me the harvest in person. Fury clearly was like, this is where we get the like, I'm ahead of you. No, I'm not. Blah, blah, blah. So Fury says, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am already on, you know, on a flight to Finland. Like, uh, I'll figure this out. Yeah, he doesn't, I mean, he doesn't tell Gravik no, that. No, he doesn't it's, say, it's, yeah, but. Yeah, yeah it's sorry. an interesting juxtaposition where Gravik is like, oh, you think you're ahead of me. You When, in, in reality, Fury is literally ahead of you because he's on the way to, to grab. Yeah, because he knew before, you were going to call. Even before you called. I mean, yep. we're jumping around a little bit, but also we, we also got Scrody visiting with the president who's now awake. Oh, right. Sorry. And mm-hmm. like working to convince the president that, you know, the scroll do, doing what Gravik asked uh, Scrody to do, which is convincing the president that the Russians are working with the scrolls and we have to bomb the place. We don't really know whether or not the president is going to go with this or not right now. Uh, but then we, yeah, then we get the Gravik call to Fury. Fury gets on this plane. And my God. Okay. Okay. Get on the plane. Some guy. Comes out of the cockpit, hands Fury his, uh, you know, new identity or whatever, mm-hmm. his his forged passport and forged whatever. Now here's and here's the thing, right? You, blink and you miss a cameo. These are the type of cameos we're getting in the <laughs> Disney Plus shows. We're getting this guy who I only know this guy. I looked it up. His Same. name. His name is Mason. Yes. Now I did recognize him. I was like, oh, that's that's dude from Black Widow who in black widow itself was a blink and you miss it kind of appearance he shows up in the kind of the beginning yes to set uh to set nat up with her like mobile home and all her he's stuff. a travel agent basically yeah he's like a, he's like a, a setup guy he's yeah, a, i'll fixer. get you what you need guys he's the guy. yeah. and he's he's in the beginning and he's in the very end when he gets nat the quinjet to uh take her to her mm-hmm. <laughs> basically her ultimate death <laughs> Uh, yes, and that like part. that was it for that Black Widow movie, and now he's showing up here, and it's like, what the hell? I was we were t- I was talking a little bit in the Discord with some people uh, this past after the, the episode. They were like, mm-hmm. I had no idea who that guy was until you just mentioned that. No, no, like this is such a weird cameo. Did you, did you pick up on it right away? So I again, just like you, I was like, I've seen him before, and then again, I always feel like when folks have um lines in marvel we have to kind of dig more into it so mm-hmm. yeah and then i i looked it up right i did my easter egg hunt and yeah. uh, that's where i found out about him and here's what i'm trying to figure out what up 
with all of these Black Widow references. Yes, there's a, there's been so many references to Black Widow here. But and the and the funny thing, the funny thing about this is I came into Secret Invasion thinking that this was going to be part of this is going to be Fury giving us his thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. On things that have happened that he has that he wasn't around for. He wasn't around for really Infinity War and Endgame. He showed up at the very end of both Infinity War and Endgame in like yes. small little parts. Yeah. But we haven't really gotten how he feels about all his people being dead, right? Nat's dead. Tony's dead. The people that he mm-hmm. spent the majority of Iron Man 2 with are dead, are gone. Correct. And, and we haven't really gotten really what he feels about that. Is that the reason he left? Is he so bereaved? Is he so grief-struck in that he left Earth to go to space for this? We still don't know why Fury went to space. What was his ultimate motivation for leaving this rock, leaving his wife, leaving his scroll Life. army that he came yeah, up with? exactly. Why did he leave? And so, yeah, as you said, there have been a lot of references to Black Widow, but yet no real talk from, from Fury about, about Nat and about what's happened here since. Yeah. And, and this Mason cameo was just like, really just out of left field and i <laughs> not worth the money they spent on it i because he again he's he's here he's a real no consequence and he just leaves <laughs> it's like okay so here's the thing uh again easter egg hunt um shout out to for this new rock stars um info the thunderbolts has yelena in it and one more person, which I already forgot the name. Oops. Um, but From two Black of Widow? them. Yeah. Uh, the Red, yeah. Uh, Red Guardian. Well, actually, is Red yeah. Guardian. There's Taskmaster is going to be in Taskmaster, that as well. Taskmaster. Yeah. But Yelena is Taskmaster, no? In no, the... no. Yelena is like uh, Nat's sister. Oh, Taskmaster sorry, right, was right. the silent assassin that they were fighting in that movie. Okay, okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Someone by, else. By the end. Woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. But either way, so yeah, so Taskmaster and Yelena, right, are technically Black Widow. So. Mm-hmm. This is what the theory from at least new rock stars was is that are they trying to like just set up Thunderbolts and that's it? And that's why we're getting all of these Black Widow references to be like, knock mm. knock, remember these uh people that were a thing? Uh, I mean maybe, but it's just it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like enough setup. It just it's, it's nothing else makes sense. It's slight references. <laughs> I mean, I think it's just to give us a little bit of continuity to the overall Marvel yeah. landscape just to mention these things in Fury's orbit because it feels like Black Widow stuff is in Fury's orbit. It's not a spy stuff. So of course Fury would be, you know, involved in that stuff. I just think it's it's in order to tether tether this to the greater Marvel universe in just the most minute of possible ways, which is just to reference villains in Black Widow have this this Mason guy show up, which I just don't think is worth the juice is not worth the squeeze there because he doesn't do anything. I he think he's in, gonna be in Thunderbolts or maybe. in like some other. I think that's why. But again, it's so random. But, but you're but right. Not, I think that's just for continuity. That's yeah, it. Yeah, but that they like all he, have the same fixer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like he showed up and was like, "Hey, after I do this, I'm on my way to uh, you know, uh, fair uh, transport a bunch of villainous people. That's <laughs> It's a, a new team of villains. It's not like he really came in and yeah. really dropped any Easter eggs or any hints like that. He just showed up, quipped a couple of lines, and went back out. I was like, okay, <laughs> that was. Yeah. And then known. we. He's yeah. part of Black Widow. You just be like, oh, that was funny. This guy came in and quipped a couple things and left. But to, to see this guy, I was like, wait a minute. Like, I literally like squint my eyes. Like, is that the guy from Black Widow? 
Listen, and I didn't I, even. I was just like, we seen him, and he had a speaking line. He must be someone. Yeah, that was literally and me. So I mean, like right after I confirmed, I was like, yeah, that's that's yeah. him. That's the guy. But I I blame no one for not catching it at all. No, 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 absolutely not. And we do get that he finds out that the helicarrier has been mothballed again. Why? Right. Well, I mean, because like, Shield has been out of commission for. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, so what's up, right? What's the point of all of this? Is what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Um, and we get they say like, I'll, you know, here's something that you'll need on the other side. What's going on, Mason? What your head is full of secrets, and I want to know why. So after all of this, right? It's time to now the funeral's done. We had the like important conversations are all done with all of our characters, and now. The world's worst assassins have showed up because they show up and instead of shooting Priscilla in the face, they shoot the damn teapot. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> these these snipers are real bad because it's like Horrible. it was right in the middle of the, the important conversation. Like, why haven't you left? She's like, oh, I'd rather face them in a, whatever my place of happiness. Yes. And like right after that line, bing, 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 shoot. We shoot at the freaking uh tea set that they've taken out it's just like okay Which they've, they've, like it's been a again a plot point for a while between her and fury yeah where are these some like you know uh starts like stormtroopers yeah. here with, with this bad aim uh, but she, she was standing still you could have got her right there but yes we get this whole action montage scene it was fun it was fine i, I enjoyed it yeah no i was into it don't get me wrong it's just very funny with how it all ends up that's all so yeah, they, they, they take have, them down with they take them down with really no no, no it even have helmets on they have all of these yeah. like really cool <laughs> body armor that just like you know they were like oh we gotta go to the greenhouse to get all of our stuff first of all if you are waiting for people to come get you you stay ready yeah for you, sure. so you don't have to get ready you know this is a, this is a fury household so we of course had weapons posted throughout the place uh vara has you know all this weaponry within her mm -hmm. lab i mean it was really great to see like two women kick ass here we don't get that a lot in the marvel universe so it was really you know really welcome change although i mean as well as in these disney plus series that's been really a, a strong point a lot of yeah. strong women action scenes if i think back to like all the marvel you know, Disney Plus series, we've had a, yes. a good bit of it. But yeah, this was a kick-ass scene. Really enjoyed it a lot. Um, it it was, it was a little short and a little, they, they kind of got through it rather easily. <laughs> like you said, they, they have all this body armor and they just... They're just chopping through all these people with this body armor on. No, but, no real resistance. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I was like, hit him in the head. At least hit Gaia Something. in the head so we can see her powers. Yeah, like, what's yeah. going on? Why this don't we have a, that? This was a fantastic time for us to figure out exactly what guy is working with because all Thank we've seen you. is the extremist powers that she has did she give herself the other powers or did she not we don't really know it would have been fun to see that here but you know maybe they're saving it for the final episode the final battle confrontation go on girl give us nothing <laughs> so of course no powers were used just pure skull strength and amazing like artillery strength from priscilla mm -hmm. And that is all we needed, looks like, because, again, world's worst assassins have been sent. So all of that wraps up. Hold it for now. I'm assuming now Priscilla and Gaia are going to be the new team because uh, Fury needs the women, <laughs> the, well, the expendable. Yeah, I mean, well, a little later, uh, Priscilla and Gaia kind of go their separate ways. Uh, seems I mean... like... Seems like Gaia is uh, on her way to Becca yes. Fury. That's that's my guess, anyway. Yeah, but I assume, just like Priscilla... 
again, I'm making it up, but like I can see Priscilla being like head, like commander, right? Like the person at the uh, computer telling you where to go. Yeah, and uh, what could, to deploy. Sure. I mean, Fury does not have a lot of people on his side anymore. Exactly. He's got, he's got uh, you know, Sonya, Gaia, and yeah, yeah Priscilla could uh, offer some backup, you know, remotely. Yeah, and what up with all these people trying to steal women's blood? Anyway, but that's another story for another day. So we're now in Finland, of course, where Mr. Kerhonen arrives at the airport. And I said, Mission Impossible? Yeah. What? Because <laughs> you knew that was Fury, right? Of course, yeah. Like, yeah first time you saw it, I was like, yes, this is Y'all are playing me. Yeah. Uh, so, of course, it, she... um. Fury was using shield technology because at the customs we see a like red notice of she uh, of Fury, sorry, and saying like you know he's wanted, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So, of course, Mr. Kerhonen gets through no problem, and we find out you know he takes his mask off. I know it's been used before, but the point is like this is Mission Impossible. Yes, and I mean, listen, maybe another Black Widow uh, reference because yes! this is this is the technology used by Nat in uh, Winter Soldier when she was posing, mm-hmm. uh, whatever UN person to get in with uh, Alexander Pierce, and you know, even so, when he gets in the car, so he mentions like, yeah, the widow's veil, but it only covers your face or whatever, and he does talk about this other new technology that you know, shield like you know, changes your whole thing i don't know if he was talking about the scrolls or what uh what technology he was talking about but yeah this is the she even called it the widow's veil which was yeah. what he used to uh to change his his uh his face which was interesting yeah so another just out of nowhere reference to black widow what is the reason you like <laughs> please know. so and then and we've seen this i think in shield and agent carter as well Probably, um yeah. yeah but either way th- this has been around apparently shield spent a billion dollars on this technology mm-hmm. but sonia of course says but you still couldn't get a whole body one <laughs> queen 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 of thinking what we're saying uh, what, then, saying what we're thinking and then proceeds to play some uh sound like some finnish rap on the radio no 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 <laughs> it's it's british it's oh, audacity it's british. by stormzy yeah 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 Stormzy's oh, okay. a british rapper okay. listen thought, sonia is a british woman through and through she's a boss I, I saw since they were in finland they were playing whatever was on the local radio <laughs> No, no, no. She said, I will be playing Audacity. Um, and the lyrics are pretty good and makes a lot of sense why they played it. Because I looked up the lyrics. I know Stormzy, but I didn't know the song um, specifically. So, yeah, it, it's British rap. So, we're <laughs> anyway, it is what it is. So, Fury and Sonya are now driving toward the Russian border. Which, again, I was like, didn't you just leave? <laughs> Fine. And he asks her, listen, why did you give scrody evidence for the scroll base and she's quite shocked that um he reveals that roadie's a scroll i mean sonia everyone's a scroll this had me looking at sonia like side-eyed a little bit I was like, thank you mm, is sonia a scroll mm. that's what i said i said no i think sonia's gone because she was like oh roadie's a scroll oh you, you don't you don't say and she was asking so much questions. Yeah. Well, I was like, Sonia, you're too smart for these questions. I was like, hmm. Yeah. It definitely had me uh, raise my eyebrow a little bit to oh, Sonia. Like, what's going on with Sonia over here? Uh, but listen, we all hope that Sonia's not a scroll. Sonia, this is the legitimate. No, don't Sonya. play me, everyone. Please. I will fight you. No, like, I'm not allowing. I'm just not. So after all of this, we finally get to the the whole 
chess game, right? Fury is about to explain what's going on. And he talks about how Gravik is basically trying to start World War II and trying to or, I mean, blow or up. three. Three, three. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. Are uh, trying to blow up his own people. And then Sonia's like, tell me more about the harvest and what is going on. And now, this is where I want to beat my head against that tomb. Because he said that during the events, right, basically when all the bloodshed of Avengers Endgame, nearly every Avenger, of course, spilled blood. Yes, because Thanos, allegedly, allegedly. Did we see Captain Marvel shed blood? I don't know, but it's okay. And after the battle was over, Fury said he, Fury sent a secret team of scrolls to collect that DNA. And that was led by Gravik. No, you know what? I just absolutely I rebuke this. I said, "What? This seems like such a basic, simplistic plot device. Like, I got all the Avengers DNA and all the Avengers blood, and what? So, what is this? What What is the Avengers DNA going to do for you exactly? I mean, what is what is let's say what is Tony Stark's DNA going to do for you? Yeah, Tony Stark. Like the whole thing is he's the batman like he doesn't have like a superpowers in his blood i don't think if you took steve rogers's blood that you're going to automatically turn to a super soldier i don't think that's how it wasn't that a plot point agent agent carter right i'm forgetting but i i don't remember but peggy carter whichever show or movie it was i can't remember had to get the last vial of blood right because Oh, they had they for Tony Stark, but then she ended up switching it. Blah blah blah, the whole thing. Just, just, and just the fact that Fury is like, go collect the Avengers' blood. It's like, like, what, what are they doing? I'm sorry, is this like a CSI? Like, wh- so the Skrulls are now the cleanup crew, and and why is no one else thinking that this is sus that they're going to a mass grave site? <laughs> And it's just like random people that Fury has sent to clean, quote unquote. Clean and how up. do you like? How do you figure out whose blood is who? Like where the blood is spilt? Like, what? How are you determining this? Like, oh, here's some blood here. Let me just get this random blood. Maybe this is an Avengers blood. I don't know. Either Avengers or one of Thanos's henchmen. Who knows? Math ain't mathing. It just seems so simplistic to me to be like. You know, oh, I got the Avengers DNA and they're all the, you know, we talk, there's talk about like, and I'm surprised that this is the, like, we're just talking about this in episode five. Mm -hmm. Like we are five, six of the way through the, through this series. And we're just now getting what people like to call like the MacGuffin or whatever. The thing that the uh, villain is seeking. Yes. And we're just now introducing it in episode five. And I felt like Gravik's plan was a little wishy-washy beforehand now because he wasn't, he didn't seem to be searching for anything he was just like i'm just gonna try and get everybody to turn against each other mm-hmm. there's no solid thing to find and to search for and i feel like to introduce an episode five is a little late in the game for All this right. thing to be introduced we do know that he had been i guess passively looking forward for it because mm-hmm. we heard in episode two Pagon talk about it but to just rat ramp up looking for it now seems a little late to me it seems really whiplashy to me for the plot 
it's almost like they forgot what they were doing and then they were like oh right we need avengers blood how do we get it right the last time the avengers got together yeah we need some we need something for the people to fight over we need something for gravit to want oh yeah let's think of something real quick in episode five yeah it definitely feels like they rushed it it feels like they were like oh shit we forgot to put in the harvest thing again and we're just writing episode five it's fine it just seemed rushed to me and this is giving very much disney plus quality with yeah. the, this theme because i'm irritated you know what i mean it's just not it i don't like it i'm not here for it yeah and i mean and then to hear about this and then to see as you as you will get to and to see like what form it takes is weird too oh my god because then it, we see a um we we finally figure out where he has been storing the blood or the last blood i don't understand but it's giving liquid luck uh, if you watch Harry Potter because I'm just like, what's happening? And they're just, he puts, he blows rather onto the tomb. The tomb mm -hmm. opens and we see a vial come out. And is this Captain Marvel's blood? I mean, I don't what, understand. What I would think is this should be. Uh, all of the Avengers DNA mixed it, into it. mixed into one. Oh, like it, like it doesn't make sense. It's like it's just a vial of clear liquid. I was assuming like we'd have like a, a box of vials. We'd be like, okay, yes. this year, this year is Captain America. This is Hulk. This is Rocket Raccoon. This is whatever. But it's just like one like perfume spritzer of like goo of liquid. It's like, yep, here it is, right here. Like, oh, this is just one vial. This is this is the thing. This is the only thing. How does this? How exactly does this work? Did you put all the blood in one thing and mix it all up? Like, up oh, here you go. This is it. it. It's it's a weird way to present the the harvest, just being one vial of. Blood. Agreed. And Fury says he does have many fake graves around. And, you know, they all kind of mean uh, different stuff. And it's interesting. Again, I'm not going to go into this, but y'all should definitely look up the new Rockstar videos where basically there's a lot of Pulp Fiction references everywhere. Yeah, because in the uh, in Winter Soldier, when Fury, quote unquote, is supposed to be dead and they mm -hmm. go to his grave site at the end, like that's yes. what we first saw, like one of these grave sites with the Pulp Fiction reference the on Ezekiel. the gravestone. Yes. Yeah. So that's that's where we first saw it. And now he's apparently got this one in Finland too. So I have yeah, well, wherever this is, right outside the Russian border. Yeah. Um, so yeah, apparently he's got these all around the world where he hides, I guess, a bunch of just random stuff in it. Yeah. And I guess that's the point, right? That they, I guess they can't all be in one, a bunch of vials in one gravestone. They have to be like all over. But the point is you need Nick Fury's breath. So he has to be mm -hmm. alive yep. to do it. Yeah. And, yeah, you need them to be alive. And I guess I think this is the only vial of the harvest because Sonya mentions like, oh, yeah, oh, you, okay. you took it from Gravik and you switched the place where, yes. where Gravik thought it was. And it's in this place. So, uh, you know, I don't know if this was a good thinking on Gravik's part, because I would assume by the time that Endgame happens that Gravik has already kind of come up with this plan because he, he already activated Vara into the field to be Nick's wife. So I don't mm. know why he just didn't, you know, keep some of that DNA for himself and just just hand it over the Harvest of Fury, I guess, at that at, at that point in time. Because it was a team, as Fury says, that was mm -hmm. led by Gravik that picked up all this DNA stuff. 
I think that at that point he was a very loyal soldier, and I think that's point of the that's part of like his frustration, <laughs> even at the art gallery, right? Like he's like, I've been a loyal soldier. All these people have been using me, blah blah blah. So I wonder if this is part of that. Yeah, that's not really clear to me though. Like when did that's that's part of what I'm what I'm what I feel like the failure is of the show. I don't oh, feel okay. like I've got I, I don't feel saying. like I've gotten enough info on when did Grava come out with this plan. Mm-hmm. How long has Gravik? How long has Vara been turning on Nick for Gravik? Like, yeah, where where does all this take place? I feel like throughout the show we could have gotten these like flashback moments of the relationship between Gravik and Fury, and, of when Gravik really started to turn on Fury and come up with this plan. Grav, when it, when Gravik turns on Fury, when he turns mm-hmm. on Talos, like when this really happened. I feel like we have not gotten that at all. I feel like we could have gotten it. These. 30 minute episodes we could have stuck in a flashback in there to show us the relationship between Gravik and Fury I don't even know if we're going to get it next episode no what I, the, what that I think we will get them talking that's it Jason. yeah what this relationship really looks like back yeah. in the day is we came into this thinking that Gravik could have been a uh, that Fury could have been Gravik's mentor he could have <laughs> taught him all he knew yes. but we haven't really gotten any of that we haven't got I haven't even really gotten what Fury thinks of Gravik I Mm-hmm. it bothers yeah. me why we haven't gotten that right it feels like that's something that's missing from the show Ag- very much agreed and i think again we might get like a, a, a them talking about their callbacks right mm-hmm. to say like i trusted you blah 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 i you know looked up to you blah 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 blah. i think yeah. that's it that's all we will have time for is it going to be another 37 minute episode i don't know right. And to hear that Gravik was like a leader in Fury's ranks, like yes. Fury, that Fury trusted Gravik to do this big mission of getting all the Avengers DNA makes me, you know, feel that, you know, Gravik and Fury has some sort of relationship, but I, I don't feel it. I don't feel that when I, when I hear Gravik talking about Fury, I know that Gravik is mad at Fury, but I don't feel like it's kind of a like, hey, uh, you know, surrogate dad, you let me down, which is what I feel like it could have been. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't feel that real sort of animosity, right? I don't yeah. feel that sort of like, you know, this is a personal thing for Grover. I don't feel that. Yeah, I don't, I have no idea. It's just, it's, we can assume till the cows come home. We have no, yeah, we have no we're, actual we're, we're, understanding. Listen, we're going we're gonna to have all the answers next week of what, yes. what, what will and what will not be. And we'll talk about, you know, all that when we finally get all the answers to what, what this was, what this, what is happening in all this mm-hmm. series. We shall see. But yeah. And then again, we, we get a lot of like him. So, sorry. Sonia serving as us. I will say, mm-hmm. right? Like asking yeah. all the questions and being like, oh, tell me more and blah, blah, blah. So then Sonia asked the question we have all been asking since the inception of this, or of episode one, since we figured out Gravik was actually a pretty badass character. Hey, 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 Nick Fury, why don't you call your friends? You know, you know, the Avengers, you, you know them? All your super-powered homies that could really, really come in handy right now with all their powers against someone that you, Fury, know has a good bit of powers. So what, what, what's up? Why, why aren't you calling your buds? Anyone that's still that's still alive that you know, which at this point, I don't know, is like Thor, Spider-Man. I mean, he may, <laughs> well, he doesn't know who Spider-Man is, maybe, uh, but he knows Spider-Man exists. <laughs> Listen, one eight hundred. Call um, call somebody. 
actually, because I, mean, I was about to name people. No, and call Groot. You, this man got Groot's powers. Let Groot fight his ass. Call somebody, Nick. And so, of course, yeah, like I said, Sonia asked the question, and we're waiting for the very, you know, very good answer that we're waiting for. Mm-hmm. But this is the worst answer of my life. And I other I've seen on Twitter people like this is amazing. What a beautiful line. I think it's a load of crap. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, everyone, if I offended you. Because he says he truly believes none of them can defend the world the way he can. Just... Yeah. And he, you know, even he's like, Oh yeah, this is this is personal. And we can't keep depending on superheroes to save us. When you're going against a superpowered scroll, uh, yeah, you can. Because Nick, you're one unsuperpowered guy, right? With one eye and some guns. And yes, you have Gaia, who is also a super scroll, but I don't think it's going to be enough. And I think that's not even chance that it's not enough, right? Get all no. the firepower you can get against these people. I don't. I just don't understand where he's like, oh, this is personal. So you're going to let your like personal hubris stop you from doing what's best for the world? Like, Agreed. How many people need sense. to die? Yeah, it makes no sense. And at this point now, right, scrolls are, you know, they're on TV, right? They're on the mm-hmm. news. Why, are, why isn't anyone being like, yo, what's up with this? Uh, Sam. Captain America, like, why is he being like, yo, what's up with scrolls? Do I need to do I need to step in? Do I need to call Fury? Like, what's exactly. up? Exactly. It just That's makes no sense in the, in the world, right? It makes doesn't make sense in the in the world of the Marvel universe. Why but this is just like um Black Panther's funeral or King T'Challa's funeral. Mm-hmm. Sorry, have these people just d- decided not to show up? Nah, we good. <laughs> um, but it's like, yeah, in, in the world, it doesn't make sense why, you know. These people aren't showing up. And I mean, of course, in the real world, right? It makes sense mm-hmm. because, hey, these are real actors that we have to pay real money to show up into in this property. It's not like a comic book where we can just draw and write heroes into a story if we need them at any time. This is this is the real world. But I wish they could have come up with something better yes. than this, right? Come up with something, anything. Oh, I called... Uh, Sam, he's you know out of the out of the country dealing with something else. I called everyone I could think of, but they're all just super busy. I don't know. Everyone's in space. Everyone's doing something else. Or they're fighting, right? At least say that or something. Damn. Something else. Yeah. Just just not. Uh, I don't want to. Basically, was like the was the was the answer. Like just because uh, I feel like I should take care of this. Yeah. He said the only power he needs is planted between my ears by a single mother. Where did that come from? I mean, that's a great sentiment and all, but like, eh. I mean, basically saying it's, it's my, it's my, my tact up, my, my brain, my, my comment, my mind that's going to help me out. It's going to help me plan. I mean, that's a great, like, that's a great thing to say, but it's not practical, right? Agreed. <laughs> it's not, like, not going to give you superpowers that are going to defeat a super scroll and a super, and a super scroll army if it comes to that. I don't know. I don't even know what, what, mm-hmm. uh, soldiers graphic is working with now since he turned on all his people i don't even know what graphic has up his sleeve but it's like why wouldn't you call in every single gun gun that you have for this threat that is seemingly world ending right like it doesn't make sense brain beats brawn that's why i guess that's the only thing as that fury's, makes sense as fury's like thought i guess yeah and i mean listen this, let's be real this it's probably gonna work out well for nick in in the of long run 
wouldn't yeah. just be like calling all your people because it's personal. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't get that logic at all. Uh, I am with you, but you know the way the budget is set up. Of course, it, yeah. This is why. Well, you just said that, like you know, I would have to, I would have to pay my friends a lot of money if they showed up to help me. <laughs> so, and we don't, I don't have that much money in my budget since I'm not really working with the U.S. government right now. Mm-hmm. So I can't call in my friends. <laughs> It's just so funny. It would cost like, too much, Sonia. It oh, it's so funny. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to do this with what we got here. We're gonna have to work with what we got. We don't have a lot of budget here. Just I have money for you, me, and uh Daenerys Targaryen. That's what I got. <laughs> I don't even got her dragons. I just got Daenerys. Okay. Oh god. And, and she can't got. even show off her super scroll powers yet. Yeah. It, it it's so silly, but again, it's Again, this is not a knock on the actors or the show because I'm enjoying the show. I just think this and this graveyard scene, scene is so dead, like literally. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, I don't know why this is the way it chose to go when all these characters are so badass. But it is what it is. So they they also talk about why he decides to choose the harvest in Finland. And Fury says, "Well, this is where Priscilla and I honeymooned." And then he talks about how his wife's a scroll. I don't know that I would give Sonia this info. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I was like, I like that he's sharing this with Sonia. I felt like uh, here we get more, a little more history between Fury okay. and Sonia because he's like, you know, um, what did he say? Dead men? What did he say to Sonia? Something that Sonia taught him um, from from their old days. Uh, only dead men keep secrets. Sonia taught yeah, him Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that gave us a little more like, uh, background about like how Fury and Sonya go way back or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he could share this with her, and I, Sonya did seem very shocked that uh, his wife is a scroll. He's like, and now, now you understand why I'm doing all this. Like, okay, I, I kind of thought like you don't need much more motivation for Nick, but just to yeah. say, listen, I got the scrolls into this, and I cannot let them just be killed. It's not like <laughs> it's kind of like think a that could have been a bit more. A better moment. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, you know, my wife's <laughs> my wife's a scroll, so I can't let the scrolls die. <laughs> it's like okay, that's that's all right. But it's like you know, I got the scrolls into this mess, and I cannot just let them die like that. So mm-hmm. I have to save the scrolls, which is which I think what his motivation probably should be. But you know, that's all they chose to go with. Yeah, let's see. We're, I don't know it again. I feel that these characters deserve better. They're very smart. Mm-hmm. And very, like, able team. So this is not the way they go down. That's all I'm saying. But it is what it is. Then, uh, you know, Sonya also asks, are you actually going to give Gravik the damn thing? And we get a cryptic response. And, of course, he steps inside a small building. And it's a mausoleum, right? And he activates some secret box or a secret crypt, however you want to say it. And... In case you didn't know, everyone, the iconic leather suit, eye patch, and gun is back. Lord, it's this back. was so corny. <laughs> so oh, corny. Oh, I loved it. I love corny shit like this. Oh, it was so good. I'm surprised it like turned the camera and be like, everyone's asking me if I'm back. I think I'm back. As he puts the eye patch back on and puts on his, you know, his leather his, uh, trench coat or whatever. I was like, okay, this is a little corny. But it's, it's effective, though. It's, it's a corny but effective. Agreed. Uh, yeah. He, the the hat kind of ruins it though. I wish he would have left the hat off for the whole effect, for the whole fury mm, effect, right? I see what you're saying. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, and he walk he walks out of the uh mausoleum or tomb, whatever, to the Avengers score. 
I was like, oh, okay, that's that's cool. That's 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 a nice moment. Um, and yeah, and he calls whoever. He's like, yeah, it's time to finish this. Did you think this was just this was him calling Gravik? Was just like, all right, let's let's meet up and get this done. Yeah, I I think he has to be calling Gravik, or or we know he needs help. We've been saying he needs help. So is he finally getting said help? I mean, he just said he didn't want to call in any superpowered people, what? but. Could this be someone he's been working with behind yeah. the scenes? Like maybe uh, a Monica Rambeau that he's been talking to up in Saber, like giving her the lowdown on everything that's been happening. And now he's like, all right, now I'm going to I think it's like, Carol. Carol, queen think, of post, uh, post-credit scene, post-show credit scenes. That yeah, is I just don't, I just don't know if we're going to be able to get Carol. I just don't know. It would seem like it would I seem... don't think so currently with how he's moving, but I'm just saying she is queen yeah. of post credit scenes. Yeah, my money is it was just Gravik and he's just setting up the meat. But of yeah. course, I'm I'm more than happy to have you know a nice cameo here at the end um, mm. from some from a big gun. Um, and you know, I I just feel like the way we're moving into the finale is that we're going to get a big Gravik Gaia, uh, you know, battle. Gravik has killed both right. of her parents at this point. I'm still not letting go of this, like, Soren is alive somewhere. Listen. Um, and what, what do you hope we get in the finale? Okay. I want a big fight. I think mm-hmm. I would like to see where this is going. And this is what I mean. Is this a Moon Knight situation? A one and done, but, you know, they're going to leave it open-ended just in case? Or... Is this going to be a setup for other movies, which is, you know, what I have been hoping for, but I don't think it's going to happen either. Um, so that is what I mean, I think I'm wanting. And I would like some cameos, some understanding of what's to come in the Marvel universe. I think yeah. that's what I hope. I My uh, expectations are under the jail. I think if we're getting set up for anything, it would be a setup for Thunderbolts. Is, is oh right mean, yeah guess. either way yeah if we're getting set up for something which i don't know for sure we are i could definitely see it being like like you said a moon night situation mm-hmm. where we leave this and we leave this with our characters going in certain ways right we leave mm-hmm. this with maybe gaia becoming fury's right hand person yeah um, maybe getting like sonya involved a little more but then <laughs> as is the case with current day marvel universe you probably won't see any of this play out in any other thing we're just gonna be like right we're gonna lead our characters down this road you'll never see where the road leads but just know they're out there somewhere you will like i i would hope that we would see gaia again somewhere i would hope that we would see her in a the marvels right because the marvels seems to be pretty fury uh heavy like fury is in it a lot we see in the trailers Mm. new trailer just came Mm. out recently looks looks really good i'm excited for the marvels by the way but there's no indication that yeah. Gaia is in that. I would hope that if Marvels takes place after this, that we would get a Gaia cameo there. Um, that's my hope going forward in the future. Um, but who knows? You know, current day Marvel is really unpredictable. We don't know where they're going. Just I don't know. It doesn't make sense. But it is what it is. I think we're going to get a wrap up. And oh, and that's the other thing. Is Gravik going to die? Or will we if see I was him to, again? If I was to guess, I would say Gravik is going to die. And I would say that Vara is going to take over whatever scroll rebellion oh, is left. Damn. 
yeah we'll see we'll see vara like you know giving up the roadie um persona because i would assume that at the end of this all of our uh humans that were taken are going to get released at least i would hope okay yeah and we'll yeah, see yeah, yeah. we'll see the real roadie again we'll see the hopefully we'll see the real ever ross again oh right we'll i forgot out, about him and we'll we'll hopefully find out those answers right of like when were you taken how long have you been a scroll for mm-hmm. that's that's what we're looking for in this finale like i i'm just wondering i want i'm wondering how long the finale is right i hope we don't get another 30 something minute finale can you imagine almost... the don't even joke uh, i hope this is almost an hour long right I hope, it needs like... to be we have yeah, so I hope many we a... questions i hope we get a good like 30 minutes of final battle of, yeah you know, wrapping up the graphic storyline and then i hope we get another like 15 or 20 minutes of like all right, this is what happened to Rody. This is what happened to Everett. This some more epilogue. I hope we get a like a good leash to get some epilogue mm-hmm. out there and to set things up for the future. That's my hope for the finale. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So we shall see. Let us know your thoughts and what you would like to see in the finale as well. And make sure before you do that, you're subscribed to our Everything is Super feed. If you're listening to us somewhere else, make sure you're listening to all of it. And with that, Jason, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter or X or whatever the hell it's called. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, by the time listening to this, um, you can find me there at J-A-Y-R-1085. As far as podcasts go, I'm on hiatus from my main podcast, The Perfect Match, right now. Married first oh, hiatus. we're just your side. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, this is we're, we're like six episodes at a time. Married for Sight is like twenty six episodes at a time. I'm just kidding. Um, but we're in between seasons of Married for Sight, so we're on hiatus there. Uh, still talking about Hijack here on Postal Recaps with Marissa Garza. I am recommending that show to any and everybody that will listen because it's a really enjoyable show, and the podcast is also a really fun companion to it. So watch Hijack, listen to me, and Marissa talk about uh, the episodes over here on Postal Recaps. And uh, more to come in the future. We'll talk about that at some other date. Uh, but that's where you can find me right now. How about you, Sasha? Same. And as for me, as always, over on Rob has a podcast. I'm covering Mess Magnets, a celebrity, hot topics, gossip, everything, mess. So check that out on Rob has a website slash mess feed. And the new season or the new franchise, rather, of Below Deck has launched. So I'm going to be talking Below Deck Down Under. Unfortunately, not with Rob, but great news with Chappelle. So we will be talking Below Deck Down Under weekly now. And with Chappelle, I'm covering Never Have I Ever over on Silent Podcast. And if you're, like, missing Big Brother, I was on a Big Brother Brant seal. I'm on their... Honestly, the video is so fun. You should watch the video. On Rob has the podcast, uh, the YouTube channel. So check that out. And for everything else, just follow me, uh, I guess, on Twitter, X, whatever the hell, uh, at funsize underscore 04. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Leave us a five-star review. Bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.